I have just launched a mastermind called The Circle of Influence, where I'll be taking you under my wing to show you how to build a platform online that generates an income for you so you can have more freedom in your life. I'm also gonna show you how to become a powerful influencer online so that you can score interviews and so you can get exposure on major publications and platforms. And I'm gonna even show you how to build these platforms yourself, such as a website, a podcast, a YouTube channel, and a social media following so that you can get your message out there to millions. I'm also going to show you how to network with other incredible leaders online so that you can interview them and so that you can collaborate with them and really show you how to refine your story so you can share it in an unforgettable way to score more interviews, to score book deals, and to gain more speaking opportunities so that you can become a powerhouse leader. Now, if this speaks to you, make sure you head over to IamJoelBrown.com slash apply and get in before I close my doors on this live interactive exclusive opportunity where I'm going to go deep with you and with the community of Circle of Influence Game Changers. Don't miss this. Now let's get into this interview. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Addicted to Success podcast. I'm your host, Joel Brown, and I'm here today with John Templeton, who is a kick-ass mindset coach. He is a transformational speaker and leader out here in Australia, the land of koalas and kangas <laughs> and sausage dogs. We got, we got John Sausage Dog here called Odie, who's featured. He just can't stop licking. He's just such a lovable little dog. And, you know, I'm excited for you guys to really absorb the knowledge, the wisdom, the exercises, the actionables that John has for you today. So, John, welcome to the A2S podcast. Thank you, brother. This is such an honor. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. You and I have been spending a little bit of time here together in uh, quarantine in, in the Gold Coast of, of Australia. Obviously, the world is in an interesting state right now. And what I really love about the way that you show up, man, is that you really care about your people. You know, when I see you coaching, you don't give up. You know, I see the way that you show up for them. I see the way that you you go past the excuses that they're sharing and the, the fears that they're projecting in the space. And you're like, yo, I'm not here to support your excuses. I'm here to support you in reaching your potential. And I just love that about you as a coach. I think there are a lot of people that say they're coaches, but this, you're living it and you actually really are a coach. So pat on the back for that, man. And uh, I just want to know, like, what, what inspired you to step into this space so we can understand why you're a coach? Yeah, great question. Uh, and thank you for the kind words as well. So really what, I played the scenario out in my head. I had success as an athlete and it wasn't fulfilling. It was that feeling of achievement, and, but it wasn't long lived, you know? And so what happened after that? I was like, well, when does this end? When does this cycle end? And I was like, I just looked for something that had more meaning and was more fulfilling and that was helping others. And, it, and you know, it, a lot of people do come into the coaching space looking to I say people come into the coaching space ultimately to coach themselves <laughs> um, yes but I think the ones that really go the distance are the ones that have you know they know who they are and they are in it for the right reasons and that is to to help others to contribute yeah I feel that man I feel that and I, I see like it's an energy that you can't fake you know, because it requires for you to show up each and every day, which is what you do. So let's go into that conversation of energy, because I know that you were saying recently that you feel like this is something that a lot of people are finding hard to manage right now. They're like waiting on circumstances to change. 
uh, they are using the excuse of I don't have enough time. Now is the time where you do have time, right? If you're in isolation right now in the world, now is the best time to create. But like, let's go into this conversation because energy is something that we all get to learn how to manage better. Mm, for sure. And I love the word energy. It's got so many people perceive it differently. Right. Um, a lot of people, you know, you say energy and, and they'll think like, calories fuel energy uh, and then you say energy to to like people who are more spiritual more live in the ethereal world and it's it's the fabric of reality what the world is made up you know made up of and so i truly believe that energy the energy required in order to succeed is more ethereal more metaphysical than physical it's not necessarily about the food we eat um that that really fuels us for the intensity required to to succeed right so if someone is in a place where you know they're in chaos or their finances are just not in the place they would like it to be that they have dreams and they think about these dreams but they just don't have this like aligned energy or aligned inspiration where do they start what exercises would you share if you were coaching someone right now what would you share with them to be able to get to a great foundation and then we can build upon that yeah okay so to answer this you said uh like a few minutes ago like energy doesn't lie you you know you can sense someone's energy and i'm at i'm at the point now and i know a lot of people are a lot more advanced than me where we can look at someone and we can notice are they high energy or are they low energy like are they carrying emotional baggage um or are they and you can feel it and you can be like this person you know this person's a real player this person's got their heart in the right space so energy doesn't lie yeah. and i want to make that clear if we have time i would love to go into the the way that actually everything in life is made of energy and it's and and it's not the other way around. So yeah. if energy is good, the physical world would be good. Got it. Cool. Yeah. So what would I say to anybody that was, you know, going through chaos and like right now there are probably people going through through chaos. And I just want anybody that's listening or watching to play this scenario out. It's like when you're going through chaos, ultimately you're perceiving this reality as being chaotic. Right. You know, imagine if we went back in time to the 1800s. Let's be honest, like right now compared to the 1800s, our life is so much better, even with <laughs> quarantine, even with like a lack of money. For most, yeah, for sure. If we play the comparison game, it's like, oh, wait a minute. Life's actually pretty good. So once we realize that it is a perception that we've gone backwards, or it is a perception that we don't have much money, or it is a perception that we're not where we want to be. And then I would ask anybody that's listening or watching to say, how do you feel? How do you feel when you perceive stress, when you perceive chaos? And the answer is like, I feel, I feel shit. I feel, yeah. I feel like I um, am unclear. I feel like it's, my energy is being zapped. And that's the truth. That's the truth. When we have yeah. chaotic, stressful thoughts, you know, the perception of reality, it wears us out. It takes our, it takes our life force energy. It takes our prana out of us. So we, we can't fight for the things that we value the most. Mm. So, so how do we guard our energy? How do we make sure it's not leaking out of our own space? Yeah. So this is something I've struggled with a lot in my life because for a lot of my, you know, I was in the military for a long time and competing in sports and it was always from a place of not feeling good enough. Yep. All right. And I, I know a lot of people um, come from this space, whether they know it or not. And 
coming from that space is it, it, it zaps energy from you. It's mm. like you're you're you it's there's resistance. You're fighting against um, this feeling of not good enough. And if you if you feel not good enough, it's it's heavy. And so to really get into a space where you can start to perceive the world differently. Remember this, our our mind thinks equal to how we feel. Yeah. So if we're feeling um, like we're not good enough or we're feeling empty or we're feeling like we haven't achieved our goals, our consciousness is going to be equal to that. So yep. the thoughts we have are going to be so limited. And so this, this is the drill and this is the exercise I do. I've got into breath work a lot more recently. Um, I've done work with Dr. Joe Dispenza with meditation. I've gone through all of his programs. That's powerful. Oh, that He's dude is, he, you know, at this stage of life is my, like my hero. If I could have yeah. a hero, it would be him. Yeah, he's a very authentic leader, right? He's the new age of success, I believe. Wow. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? He's not, he's not anything other than himself. He's very authentic. Right. There's no facade. And talking about energy and alignment, he is so in alignment, that man would have an abundance of energy. Yeah. Do you know what it, I know you understand if anyone listening, it's like when you're not, you, when you don't have resistance inside of like who you need to be for other people or who to show up as, you f- you become free, right? Um, and so this is the exercise I do, which is I literally breathe into my heart, and this is this is known as like heart coherence and getting the mind and heart in sync. Yep. Um, so I'll breathe into my heart f- through my nose for about I don't know like 20 breaths, something like that. Yeah. And Whilst I'm doing that, my, my entire focus is on my breath and on my heart. And what that allows the, the body to do, the heart's um, magnetic field, energetic field, is the largest in the body. It's the most powerful. Yep. And if we, if we focus on that and get in tune with that, our mind will then start to be, it, it's called, um, uh, what's it called? Entrainment. Our mind will start to, to vibrate sort of at the same um frequency and become coherent with our right, with our heart right. and when we're in that space we know who we are at that stage mm. we know who we are at that stage and then the resistance disappears yeah and that is that is like the present moment that is a place of stillness and from there there is no chaos yeah all the chaos is always a construct of the mind yeah makes sense makes sense i remember tony robbins when we had him on set for the We Rise Up movie, I heard him sharing with a few of us, there was a group of us there, and he said like there was this time where there was this soldier that had become a prisoner of war and they put him down inside this, it's kind of like uh, under a grate, right? And water would run through and flush through there every day at a certain point. And it would go all the way up close to the top and this guy would then like know how to lift his head up just enough to just catch some breath and he knew how long it would last, it'd be hours or so. And he said in those moments, the thing that got him through those times was he'd imagine himself visualizing in his mind, him going and playing however many holes of golf on a golf course with his best mates, you know? So he took his mind to that place and pretended like he was there, but in reality, his body was following the mind. And you mentioned Dr. Joe Dispenza before, and I know Joe has said on the podcast episode we did with him on Addicted to Success here, he said that, when your thoughts are more powerful than the emotion, that's when you get to create change. And usually the emotion 
is 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 so charged and and a lot of the time it can be coming from our wounds and it's the thing that keeps us away it's like consciously we know we want a great life consciously we know what we should be doing or that we get to do but because the emotions are so strong in our body we're reacting to things instead of responding and going that's interesting that that's coming up for me right now but here's what i'm going to choose to do instead mm-hmm. you become a master of your own mind instead of a slave to it right yeah. so for you what are your practices to be in a space where you're centered where you're more aware and where you're more present yeah so there's two things there's like anybody can do this short term by you know we talked about tony robbins it's, it's like what am i focusing on like what am i focusing on and and that soldier and that story you told he was focusing on this this beautiful place and he was feeling equal to how we thought and that's good short term you also mentioned wounding wounds don't just disappear <laughs> like yeah unfortunately <laughs> right? and not fully anyway right yeah, 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 and 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 not without work, I should say. Okay, yeah, they can they can point. they can they can dissipate, but not without work. And so, I'm going to relate this how back to energy as well and motivation. And so, a wound lets you know for anybody listening is trauma from the past and an event or an experience from the past that when it happened you you it rocked your nervous system in a not so good way. So it could have been a fearful feeling. It could have been um, a painful, it could have been hurt. It could have been a time when there was just huge amounts of guilt, um, resentment, all of these things. If you can think back to that same memory now and and associate with those emotions, there's, there's the sign of a wound there. Yeah. And those stories that are stored in your, let's say in your head, in your mind, in your body, those are zapping energy from you. Those are zapping energy from you because I asked the question, it's like, when you're frustrated, is it like, is it a good feeling or a bad feeling? Like, it's just natural that you'd be like, it's a bad feeling. Like, it's it doesn't feel good. Guilt, you name any of those negative emotions and they're not good feelings. And it's, and then I, like, I look on the flip side, like, what about happiness, joy, abundance? Like, are oh, they great feelings? It's like, okay, who who could be more successful? Someone who had all of these negative feelings inside them or someone had all of these positive feelings? And it's pretty obvious, like, you'd be able to do so much more with these positive feelings. You just feel light and feel free. And so if we do not heal the wounds and the trauma and get and finish these stories, then we're always going to be wasting energy to some degree on them. Amen. Yeah. And... So we need to heal our trauma if we want to be highly motivated people. We can we can do the Tony Robbins approach of like change your state of being by focusing on something different. But that's the same as somebody that um, like drinks alcohol to escape their boring life or someone that takes drugs to it's it's a distraction from the pain. Right. Whereas it's okay short term, but we need to fix the pain long term. Yeah. And by I, I talk about it like a ball and chain. Imagine like a a chart from zero to a hundred and 50 is in the middle. And this is a chart of energy. And if we say energy is how much you can give, it's like, well, you want more energy so you can give more and be more successful. Got it. If you've got trauma, it's like having, um, it's like having a weight tied around your ankles. Mm. And so say you're sitting at, say you're sitting at 50% and say that 50% is in the middle and that represents water. And you're trying to tread water and you've got a ball and chain on your leg. Like people are struggling so hard just to stay above water. Okay. (laughs) Whereas we work on the wounds, we remove that ball and chain. All of a sudden it becomes effortless, easy and light. And we can start to, we can start to like 
go up on the chart from the middle up to 100%. Yeah, yeah. And so to become sense. a high energy being, remove the ball and chain. Mm. Yeah, there are things that are putting a damper on your frequency. And, and you, the things you want in your life, you need to be a certain frequency in order to be able to match it and get it, right? Mm -hmm. But we keep wanting it, but we're not doing the wound work. Mm -hmm. We're going deep enough. You know, I said something at a, an event, it was at a, on a panel and it turned into this huge quotable and a lot of people were sharing this after we, we chopped it up into a quote and shared it online. And I said that a lot of people say that toxic people are the biggest energy drainers, mm -hmm. but the biggest energy drainer is trying to be someone you are not. Mm -hmm that you are not meant to be, That's right? right. And, and I think what we often do is instead of paying attention to our wounds, right? Becoming aware of it, acknowledging that it's even there and then nurturing it and doing the processes, utilizing the tools, getting the mentorship, having the breakthrough sessions, whatever we need to do in order to, to transform that wound and turn that pain into your power. Instead, we're often going to other things, trying to shortcut. So many people trying distract, to shortcut distract, their success. Distract. Yeah, it's like avoidance, deflection, uh, pretending that it's not there, like hiding from it, going, no, 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 like I don't need to do this. I was having a conversation with a girl this morning and I said, like when she said, like, I just want the strategy I want. And I'm like, you are in ego ship. Yeah. You're not in ownership. Yeah. Like I literally just made it up on the spot. But she's like, oh, ego ship, what's that? And I'm like, it's when you think you don't have to do the work because you're trying to bypass it. I said, I'm okay with owning the fact that I've got work to do. That's why I am where I am today. And that's why you, John, are where you are today and you get to be a leader is because you took ownership. You weren't in your ego ship of, oh, no, that's okay. I can bypass this. I'm bigger than this. Being in bypass mode doesn't mean you're bigger. It actually means you're weak because you're not willing to do the work. Yeah, face the shadow. Yeah. And I, I, don't, know, I don't know if we'll have time to dive into this, but you just said some, some things there that really um, like meant things to me. It's like, so when we, when we are growing up, we see things and we associate them, like as a child, we associate them as good. And we're like, you know what, that, I, I like that. I'm gonna make that part of my personality, right? And this becomes our ego, our identity, that is me. Yeah. But a lot of people don't look at the other side of that. We also reject behaviors and it's like, oh, I don't like that, that's not me. And that saying that's not you is also part of your ego, right? And that's, that's your shadow side. And when there are people that, um, believe they don't have to do the work per se, they're ultimately not looking at their shadow side. And we don't even know it's there because we've rejected it for so long. Yeah. And it's not until we look at that part of ourselves that we have repressed or rejected, because again, that's resistance. Yeah. And, and you look at, uh, quite often, I'll tell you a really recent story, people's like physical bodies um, give so much insight to a person's soul and where they're at on their journey yeah. and i have I, I don't know if you can see that scarring on my arm i don't know if you can see that line there it's like a little bit of scar right yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's almost gone right yeah, yeah, yeah that used to be a big scar and right. in the, it was at a time in my life when i internally i was trying to be someone i wasn't i was trying so hard and every day you know what it, it was my normal i thought that's who i was and this will um, this will resonate with a few people because a lot of people um, don't know when they're being their true self or when they're faking it or being someone else. Yeah. And so I was getting up every day and I was forcing myself to be some way. And it wasn't until I surrendered and was like, who am I really? And I was doing my breathing drills and I was like, who am I really? 
And then I started to be okay with myself on like every level. I accepted how shit I was at some things. I accepted that people were gonna hate me. Mm. I was accepted that, you know, I had, you know, really been ashamed of parts of myself. And as soon as I did that, within the space of a couple of weeks, that scar disappeared. Wow, wow. You took, you took ownership. You're no longer an ego ship. I love it. Dude, oh. dude. And, and to take this one step further, if that's okay with you, it's like energy. Of <laughs> all of a sudden, I went from this false energy, this, this tense feeling inside of like, you know, I'm not good enough. I've got to try and be someone else instead of just accepting myself. And energetically, I felt better. I felt lighter. I felt, I felt unstoppable. And from what I've read and what I've learned, uh, especially through Dr. Joe Dispenza's work, is that like when our energy field is in harmony, we heal not just scars, but all chronic issues. And so that's why now when I talk about health, when I talk about um, energy to, you know, not not ethereal energy, but your energy to get up and, and be motivated and do work, it is... It is all a byproduct of ultimately how we think and feel about ourselves. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. On a repeated basis, right? Every day consistently. That becomes part of our identity when we keep showing up in it. Yeah. And, and you're exactly right. And the truth is it's effortless. Yeah. It's effortless to be yourself. When you accept every part of yourself, it is so freaking, it is so freeing and it is so effortless. And and I guess the whole point of our podcast today is talking about energy. It's like that is the ultimate form of high energy is when everything feels light and easy. And for anyone listening, like, is that something you want? Does it sound attractive? Because it's getting up and living in any other way is detrimental. Yeah, and, and I think also believing that you can actually have that, right? That you're worthy of having. I think a lot of people don't quite get that part there where they're like, oh yeah, I think that that life is just for the top 1% that have been magically gifted this. And it's not true. No. It's everything has been worked for to a certain degree. And if it hasn't and it's been given, it's not valued the same. 100%, man. And you know, go back in time two years. You know, I I got my Guinness World Record. Everything was still driven. What was your Guinness World Record? Ah, uh, it was um. It was the most pizzas eaten in the span yeah. ten years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, look, it was for um doing a, a gymnastics exercise called a muscle up. Okay. It was just twenty four hours continuous muscle ups. How many? You know, how many can you do? Oh my gosh. Um. What does that look like? Is it like a chin up? Yeah. So it's it's on the gymnastics rings. You're holding the rings. And it's a strict muscle up. So you pull yourself. So you're like hanging. You pull yourself up. So the rings around your chest and then you transition. So you roll over the top of the ring and then you press. So you finish kind of like a dip. Like yeah. you straighten your arms up. Yeah. There. So it's like a pull up and a dip together. I just want to talk about two years ago, the fact I was, I was not a high energy being. And so this is possible for yeah, yeah, yeah. anybody. Yeah. I was forcing I was forcing success to happen right? Okay. And, it, and it doesn't feel great and it will wear you out and it is not healthy. Yeah. Um, so I just want to say two years ago, um, it's all that it might not sound like long and it's not, but that's two years of daily effort, meditating every single day, right. asking questions about myself every single day. So for anybody listening who wants to feel that feeling of just being so light and in alignment and like, this is who I am. I'm so 
proud of every like cell in my body. And remember, go one step further. The, the byproduct of that is whatever success you want because there's no resistance. You're just being you and you're going to be you in all your glory, which is yep. I like your potential is unlimited. Yep. Um, so that's the first thing I'll say is like, it's possible for anyone. Now, why would someone be not disciplined? I put it down to three things. I always bring it back to three things. You've got incongruent or misaligned values, mm-hmm. you know, and, and va- as you know, values are things you go after. They're important to you. Um, and there are a few ways values can trip people up. Um, if you ultimately, if you, you lack clarity and you don't know what you want, you've got misaligned or incongruent values. Right. And obviously you're wasting energy if you're confused and not clear. So that's, that's one reason people aren't disciplined. They just don't know what they want. Another one is they've got limiting beliefs of themselves. So they um, don't believe they're good enough to achieve it. And they've, so they, so they don't put much effort in and they don't succeed and they've not succeeded a few times and just get down on themselves. And they're like, well, I'm just going to, you know, eat shit food and I'm just going (laughs) to not look after myself. Right. Right. It's, al- it's almost like their actions are following what their beliefs are ultimately to fulfill that prophecy of oh. what they're telling themselves over and over again. Absolutely, man. Yeah. yeah. And the last thing is, is wounding. That's why people aren't disciplined. Like we could talk about the excuses like fear, but these are all external. I, yeah. I go excuse, symptom, cause. Ooh. And excuses yeah. are things like, you know, I don't have time. That's not true. Um, like I don't have money. That's a limiting belief. So there, there are the causes are always the three causes: values, beliefs, and trapped emotions. I won't go yeah, into it yeah, too yeah, much yeah. now. If people want to learn more, they can. Um, and, and to a certain degree, ask. think about this too. Like it's going to require for them to come to one of your events and actually. And we're not just. I'm not just saying this to be like, yeah, go to John's event because this is what we do at this point. Is like we plug whatever you have to offer. It's mm-hmm. not even about that. Like there's a certain amount of work that you can cognitively understand and then to actually go into a space to have space held for you in support and to work through the emotional stuff it's it's hands-on right it's experiential yeah because yeah exactly 100 percent. and and experience is a feeling and a feeling is energy yeah and if if we try and cognitively understand it we're not feeling it and so it's really not real right yeah for sure so how would somebody listening right now that feels like, okay, cool, I have a cognitive understanding of the disciplines that are required. Um, I, I get the importance of working on the wounds and that there's causes that are there. It's not about the effects. Uh, if someone wanted to master their mind so that they can channel their energy in the right direction, is there anything else that we need to know in order to do this? Like, are there meditative practices? Do they do visualizations? Are there any exercises or experiential things that you are able to teach over a podcast that we can start implementing to at least start getting a knee up in the game and then eventually come to a space to do deeper work? Yeah, absolutely. There's something for everyone at every level to start. Um, the first thing is, you know, if you're listening or you're watching, you have to commit internally to mastering your mind, mastering your life. It has to become mastery because anything less like dabbling in something is always going to lead to like a failure and you're going to get down on yourself again. So I would just ask them that they commit to this, um, yeah, to master this practice if it takes a week or, or you know, 10 years. Um, and the very, very start 
thing I would start with is meditation. G- getting getting good at, no, at becoming aware when your mind is having its own thoughts and disassociating from that. And so I would just say put your timer on your phone for seven minutes. Right. Seven minutes. Press, you know, start and sit in silence for seven minutes. And all you have to do, and it can be really difficult when you first start, is hold space for yourself and and just as soon as thoughts come in just try and come back to the present moment if you want as well you can literally just breathe in and out your nose no set tempo just and if you ever start thinking about something just come back to oh wait i'm meant to be focusing on my breath that is step one that is step one and if, if people can get good at that you can increase the time you can um you can Look, master that basics first, increase the time, and here's the other thing, absorb content from um, other people, and then it's going to get to a point in your life, and I, I truly believe this, that like the money is energy, and when we invest energy into something, we're going to get energy back. It's kind of like karma. So it's going to get to a point where you need to pay someone to teach you, because you'll make, you know, I, I talked before about commitment. You're making a fucking commitment when you put your money on the line. Yeah, of course. Um, and and I, I put my money on the line. For every, I pay for fucking everything. Um, you know, I was going to get Joel to speak at my retreat, and we still will. And, like, he told me the price, and boom, paid, right? There was yep. no mucking around because, yep. you know, that's how I want to be treated and respected as well. And I knew that, you know, if, if I commit to greatness and I commit to great people like yourself, Joel, um, that's the reality I'm going to live in, and that's what I'm going to experience. So if you're listening... Get used to committing with your money. Um, it is energy and it's important to people. So they follow through. Yeah. And, and I feel like something happens to you on an unconscious level too, right? I know the times where I've spent, you know, 10 grand, 12 grand, 15 grand, 20, even just like really stretched and came. And I believe that you don't get in life what you think you deserve. You get what you negotiate. And I've gone in and negotiated uh, opportunities with people like Gary Vaynerchuk, with people like Tony Robbins and Jody Spencer and offering some form of value and or going like, what should I approach them with that I think would be enticing for them so they feel like I'm respecting their time, mm-hmm. right? And so I think what happens on an unconscious level, the times where I have invested in getting someone on the podcast, I double down super hard, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm there fully present more than I ever have been to really make sure that we make the most of it. Uh, when I've paid for mentors, I've sat there and I've listened to like every second I can, I'm recording it, I'm going back over it, I'm making sure I'm implementing as much as I'm taught in that space. Something just happens to you on an unconscious level, you stretch. When you stretch yourself in the physical, you also stretch yourself on the emotional and the unconscious level too. For sure, yeah. Yeah. That's um I mean that's that's neuroplasticity that's how your brain's wiring right yeah. it's like you absorb content you hear it you think something new all of a sudden you've got a new neural pathway in that moment you're starting to become someone different Yeah your identity shifts amazing stuff So John we're going to have to definitely do a part 2 I'm excited for that <laughs> <laughs> There's so much awesome content here uh, if there are any actionables right now that anyone can walk away with what would it be Yeah for sure the very first thing I would say is like the first thing you need to aim towards is, is getting closer to who you truly are. Uh, so if you're trying to start a business, if you're trying to have a better relationship, if you're trying to, I don't know, break a Guinness World Record, and none of it will matter unless you're happy with who you are internally. And so that needs to be the priority. Um, and to do that, I would definitely start with learning to meditate 
and breath work because you know the breath is the it's like the trigger into the soul and into the spirit it's you know air itself you can't really see it it's ethereal so learn to meditate and and like i said the the seven minute timer is the place to start for that good it's a good starting point real quick just off the top of your head because i believe that we commit even more and we stay even more disciplined when we understand the benefits of what Mm -hmm. it is we're committing to Mm -hmm. just off the top of your head what are the benefits of you meditating what have you noticed in your life that shifted energy like freedom 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 emotional freedom from all past traumas i would say energy i just become a high energy being i can see i have clarity um I can, I can pick up on other people's energy. I've got intuition. So I can sense, you know, the gut feeling or I'm guided by something greater than my, my mind. And that leads, I've got a, I've got a question I ask people. I'm like, go one step further. I always say that. And, and what does that lead to? And it's like, well, that leads to fucking anything I want it to lead to. Yeah. So the benefits, Nikola Tesla said that, and, and don't quote me on this word for word, but when like science starts studying like energy frequency vibration they're going to make quantum leaps in like scientific development right i truly believe that because i've experienced it when we start playing with energy and this might sound a bit hippy dippy bit kooky when we start to play and master energy and the fact that as humans we can um, like manipulate reality through thought and feeling alone everything changes it's no longer about um the food we eat or the the pills or the the exercise it is about our belief and how we feel Mm. and arnold schwarzenegger also talked about it with building his body it was it was he built he was the like seven times olympia because he believed in it so much yeah i mean you were talking to me about this whole jar exercise right where you had living organisms in a jar and you, you like speak ill to it or like negative words and then it, it kills it basically we know this right we've seen it this the test there's a japanese guy i can't remember his name um emoto emoto Dr. yeah emoto. emoto right did this whole thing where he spoke to plants negative to one water. like yeah. gratitude for the other and then it like it changed yeah water right and then they do it with plants too um i think that ultimately at the end of the day our words become our world and we're going to be really careful with the words that we speak what affirmation or like mantra do you live by yeah i've got a new one and look i'm not religious but twice i've prayed to god in my life like i don't it's it's times of like desperation where i've just prayed to god and i don't know where it's come from but i have um and both times my prayers have been answered and i mean like not coincidentally i mean they have been freaking answered and my current funny that yeah (laughs) like there is more to this um there is more to this this world and 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 life and universe that we than we know and so current my current mantra is um i have faith in the grace of god and when i say god i don't mean that as a person i mean that as in i look at god as in what is nature energy like the 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 i don't even want to say the universe because the universe is almost a physical realm almost so it's like i have i have faith in the grace of what is yeah yeah of this ultimate energy yeah that created all that it is yeah it's it's pretty it's pretty insane man and it's funny how like in those times of despair it's like 
that's where your soul goes to is like go connect with the creator right like there's got to be something there <laughs> i don't believe that we're just dancing with our dna that we just popped out of uh -uh. like you know this uh -uh. evolution from millions i mean it's we're it's up for debate like we could go into this forever science but, is very flawed yeah I, well i think i don't think science disproves god i think ultimately it proves there is god because it's created and there's like it science is like the elements and everything that's brought into it and there's a chemistry to creation i think it's so beautiful this is definitely another podcast conversation <laughs> and i see your mind you're I'm like, like about to launch like, with something boom, boom, boom share share that line and then we're gonna wrap this up okay i was just it, like it's not that profound but science proves what already is science doesn't come up with anything new it's just it just allows science is how humans understand what already is yeah yeah absolutely oh i love this all right man well i really appreciate you jumping in how can we find you online john templeton official okay so j-o-h-n-t-e-m-p-l-e-t-o-n official um that's on instagram linkedin facebook youtube uh website it's yeah. all under one one line i love how how precise you were with spelling your name you know i've had guests on here and they're like start spelling their name and they're stumbling i'm like do you know how to spell your name and they're like i've been saying it for all of my life but i for some reason i'm just like tripping up on this it's happened like three or four times <laughs> but i love it man awesome stuff so make sure you follow john john has incredible content super inspiring keeps you up to date with everything transformational and inspirational all-around great guy uh john to wrap this interview up i want to ask you this question here if you were to deliver your last 30 second speech to the world, what would that last 30 seconds sound like? Whatever you do in life, do it from a place of wholeness. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with, uh, no, 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 I would say there's nothing wrong with going after everything you want because when it comes from wholeness, wholeness it's always gonna be good. So you, you, know, you cannot be selfish and stuff. Um, and just know that when you come to that place of wholeness, that all of your stresses, all of your worries go away and that it is a very beautiful way to live and create and do this crazy thing called life.